There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy, and you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, uh, a podcast for those of you who really want to know what happened in scary movies, are fascinated by it, but too scared to watch, but you want to be able to talk about it with your friends. Um, I'm Emily. I'm too scared to watch scary movies. Um, That's why we're doing this podcast. (laughs) I'm Henley. I'm also too scared to watch movies. I'm guilty of going down deep Wikipedia holes, Mm -hmm. trying to figure out exactly what happened. I want to know all the details. Oh, play by play. I want every single second of that movie in my brain without <laughs> having to watch any of it. Yeah, I mean, I'm so <laughs> deeply curious, but I refuse to see it. No, I can't see it. I can't see it. Absolutely not. So that's where Sammy comes in. Um, I'm like not the bravest person, but okay, I'm Sammy, and I'm this week's scary movie watcher. Um... But normally I don't actually, I, I don't love all scary movies, but this week's movie's Midsummer, which I've seen twice now, and controversially, I don't think it's scary, but... Well, we have to establish what scary means, well, because... I don't like jump scary movies, so movies like The Conjuring and that shit, that does scare me. And any ghost mm-hmm. movie, I'm like certain that there are ghosts in my house when I go home. Okay. So it's jump, you consider like Haunting of Hill House scary, even though it's not actually... Yes, but I did watch that and enjoy it. Okay. Okay, so you're like a... I'd say I'm 75% on board with scary movies. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. We should also acknowledge our silent participant, Jenna, oh, yes. who is here and not speaking, but she also watches scary movies. <laughs> she's here for emotional support. Yeah, she's just, she's part of it. And she's going to be just here. Just feel her presence. She's going to be here every single time not talking. <laughs> every single time. But we um, literally can't do it without her. We can't do it without her. Can't do it without her. She's, she's the rock necessary. of the group. You know what takes the edge off scary movies? alcohol. That's why each week we'll be choosing a cocktail to pair with whatever scary movie we're talking about that week. This week's cocktail is a grapefruit mimosa. I know we haven't gotten into Midsummer yet, but there's a scene in the movie where everyone's drinking orange juice and one of the characters, Christian, unbeknownst to him, his orange juice is spiked with just a little bit of period blood, giving it the pinkish appearance of a grapefruit mimosa. So that was the inspiration behind this drink. (laughs) To make a grapefruit mimosa, combine champagne and grapefruit juice in any ratio that you like. Pretty easy. So yeah, just um, kick back with your grapefruit mimosa and enjoy the episode. Cheers. Um, I will say for me, scary, I mean, I'm scared, I'm a huge whistle, I'm scared of like literally any kind of scary movie. 
But for me, it's like the images that will stick with me. Like sometimes I'll even be reading, I'll like read a Wikipedia page or like an article for spoilers and that will scare me because I'll start to picture it. So like that, you, you say Midsummer's not scary, it's like disturbing. Yeah, that counts as scary Yeah, for yeah, me. yeah. Oh, that definitely counts as scary for me. Yes. I think that I can't watch it because the filmmaking <laughs> is too intense for me. <laughs> it's yeah. like... The, the editing, the score, sound. the sound. Mixing. I have to stand up. I literally, Pace. even just thinking about it right now, I'm sweating. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do what's, it. What's the scariest movie you've seen, Henley? Um, to you, scariest. The scariest movie I've seen is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> I was a freshman in high school, and I had this cool senior friend, and I really wanted her to think I was cool. And so we were getting ready to go out one night. She was like, let's watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like, just for fun. Just as girls. Oh, yeah. And I was like, cool. Okay. <laughs> and I regret it to this day. Yeah. It worst was so... Life. It was the worst day of my life. <laughs> it was not worth it. Mm. It's just so gross. Like, viscerally disgusting. Yeah. I can't handle it. That yeah. was a scary one. I... Probably the scariest movie I've watched is um, The Shining, which is really scary. I, that, I actually It's a good movie. I do like it, but it while watching it, I I watched it during the daytime, full bro- like morning, like or like early, and stood for most of the movie because it was too intense. <laughs> I do the covering, for me to I do sit. the plugging the ears and covering the eyes in a movie theater. I yeah, it block all my senses. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's it like create they. It's good filmmaking, I get, but they like yeah. build such like I can't. I have to move and be upright. Yeah. There's I can't. definitely a lot of tension in Midsummer. There's a lot of <sighs> okay. Should we, yeah, should we get? Should we just get into into Midsummer? I think we should. I don't know why you invited us. That's why you look so guilty right now because you know we only do this every ninety years. I was most excited for you to come. Hey, we're recording. That was that Jenna! Was Jenna. <laughs> that was Jenna! Okay, great. So we're going to talk about Movie Midsummer. Sammy, give us a little rundown about what this movie is. Okay, this is the second feature from Ari Aster. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Ari Aster, starring Florence Pugh and Jack Raynor. Ooh, who, by the way, <laughs> this is a side note, but I just saw um, on Twitter that she's dating Zach Braff. What? Florence Pugh is? Florence Pugh, and he's That's so much older than her, and I don't care for she's it. She's always Zach paired Braff. with much older, well, except for in this movie, but in other things, she was paired with Alexander Skarsgård and Chris Pine, and she's always the, like, and she's 23. I mean, yeah, she's very young. Yeah. She's so young. And she she's looks young. young. Like, she yeah, has, she like, does. a young baby face. Yeah. So that's even weirder that she's always paired with older That's men. very interesting. Interesting. Dude. So that's, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's just a fact that I just learned. Okay, good for you, Florence Pugh. Good for you. Date who you want. Yeah. Good for you, Zach Braff. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so, okay. I'm... Just gonna get into it and mm-hmm. talk about yeah. The we want to know set the set the scene. Yeah, set the scene. Okay, it gets like pretty straight into tension. It starts with her. So her character's name is Danny, and her boyfriend is Christian. Mm-hmm. And their relationship, you can tell, is like at that point where it's over. But neither of them want to like say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, he's trying to work up the nerve to break up with her. 
And then she has a big family tragedy, which is the first, like, disturbing part in the movie, I'd say. And maybe the most. Um, Wait, are they, like, in school? Are they in college? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're okay. college. They're in college. Doing okay. their thesis? What's a thesis? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're doing their the- thes- thesis? They're doing their thesis. Grad school, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Oh, they're in grad school. And okay. so her sister uh, kills her parents and herself by... Taping the exhaust pipe of a car and like funneling it into her parents' room and then taping hers to her mouth. Oh my god! And it's really fucked up. How and does that even? I don't know. Wait, but she has like, I don't. I should. T- I should get yeah, the you details should t- right. That's the whole that, point. Wouldn't yeah. that burn? So her, your one mouth? of her eyes is like, what do you call like a has like a milky from like vomiting, and she has like vomit <gasps> like pouring out of the like duct tape part. I'd say it's. Tied for first for the most disturbing part of the movie. And, um, and that's right the off the bat. That's yeah. one of the first things that happened. Yeah. So she duct tapes it into her mouth. Yeah. Does it ever say why? Um, she's like bipolar. It says she's bipolar and she's just had a big fight with her parents. Okay. And she had sent Danny a message saying, I can't anymore. Uh, I'm going or something. Mom and dad are coming too. And she's like freaked out and talking to her shitty boyfriend, Christian, who's like, she always does this shit like... You, you let her mess you around like this. Like, she's just being, you oh, play so he, sucks, he sucks. Yeah. And um, so she is, like, turning to him for emotional support, and he's just a can't, he's just the worst. And, um, yeah, so basically that happens, and then he's like, well, now I can't break up with her. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and so he invites her to go to Sweden with him and his friends, and wait, 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 can you can I just ask one more question? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so when she put the exhaust into the parents' room, do you see the parents die? There, I think, or is it just in slide? There's just like the aftermath of it. Yeah, so you the see aftermath. them all like people like the lights flashing and them coming in. Okay. Oh, like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you, you see, don't see the act of them you see them. It's they're all like, dead, yeah. and she's like vomity. And that, yeah. and you just know. It's just like a visual. Got it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Result. Yeah. No, like, yeah. You don't so see like, it happening. It's just like it's done. It's yeah. Okay. Finding them. Wow. And that the, is ugh. truly not okay. Yeah. Okay. I can't. Okay. I can't. I can't believe that's just the opening. Right. Yeah. I'm but but it is. I think one of the one of the worst parts. Okay. I mean, <laughs> tied for first. I can't wait to hear about number two. Um. Okay. So then the Christian invites Danny to Sweden. With him and his, like, group of also, like, shitty friends. Like, they all just kind of suck. Um, they get there, and first thing they do is mushrooms in this field. And he does a very good job of um, illustrating a mushroom trip. If anyone's ever done mushrooms, he does a great job. I, I, he did an AMA. He has said that he has done mushrooms, and that's why he did such a good job. Yeah. Ari Aster, I mean. Um, what was good about it? Like, it felt... Very... They just captured the group dynamics of being on psychedelics quite well. Like the Will mm. Poulter character, one of Christian's friends, is like, uh, he's like, I'm gonna lie down. Everybody else lie down too. <laughs> <laughs> and then like a new person walks up, and one of them's like, No, 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 no new people, no new people. <laughs> Little things like that. Why did they go to Sweden? Um, okay, yeah, I guess that's important. So there's a Swedish friend who is from like a small little commune and grew up there and one of their anthropology students and one of them is doing their thesis on midsummer traditions the william jackson harper character can't remember his name josh 
um, Cheaty from The Good Place. Mm-hmm. And oh, he's in that? He's in it. He's great. Um, and... So yeah, he's doing so his thesis on this He's group doing his of people, thesis or? on, like, various midsummer traditions. Okay. Across Europe. Midsommar. Midsommar, <laughs> yes. He says you can pronounce it. Midsommar. 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 Nailed it. Um, so, yeah, so the, the Swedish friend's name's Pell or Pe- Pele, but he's taking them there to, yeah, experience his, like, home commune's midsummer tradition festival thing. Okay. And, um... Yeah, they get there, they do mushrooms, and one of the things that one of Christian's friends says while tripping is, you guys are like my family, like my real family, and the like word family triggers her into having like a panic attack, and she starts having like a bad trip, and like walks away and goes into a bathroom, and it's dark, and then when she like looks into the mirror, she sees her like sister with the duck Ah! on her face, and then like blinks and it's gone, but that's like feel like one of the only, it's not like a jump scare, but it's a spooky part. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> um, yeah, so then she, like, kind of freaks out and, and passes out, I think, and then wakes up the next day. Another thing is that it's light all the time, and mm-hmm. so it doesn't, while they're tripping, it's 9 p.m., but it's, like, totally bright outside because mm-hmm. it doesn't get dark. Mm-hmm. It's, there's only a couple hours of darkness in the middle of the night. Um... Yeah, okay, so the next day they get settled into, like, the main place, welcomed to the main commune and meet everyone and get settled in, and they all sleep in this big, like, room together, um, put their stuff down, whatever, and they're like, tomorrow's the first big day of the ceremony. Wait, so everyone in the commune sleeps in the same room? Well, all people ages up to age 36 sleep in the same room, and I guess they think of life in four seasons, and it's up to age 18 and 36 and whatever 36 <laughs> plus 18 um, is. And then to 54. Yeah. And 72. <laughs> and then you're dead. And then she says what happens at 72. Oh, okay. And yeah. She's he, good like, at math. He makes the, he makes the dead gesture. Universal symbol for dead. Universal gesture for dead. All right, Jill, straight on a podcast. So I'm doing it Hand now. across the neck. Hand across the neck. Cutting um, the head off. But, so um. Yeah, and it's like, you think he's joking, but <laughs> the next scene, oh which is the other one tied for the most disturbing scene, is basically these two old people come and have, like, they're essentially Last Supper, and you kind of know what's, you kind of get the hints of what's about to happen. It's this very, like, ceremonial supper where they're all toasting to them. It's all very quiet and respectful, and they look, like, I guess somber <laughs> um and yeah basically they m- march after eating their meal march on over to this enormous cliff and uh <laughs> yes you see where it's going pretty early on while watching it too no, like no, i wasn't no. shocked because it's like you're watching a car crash happy you like know what's about to happen no. so that's another thing i hate about scary movies i don't like that feeling yeah it's very tense and it. stressful. This is where I started plugging my ears, okay. for sure. Okay. Um, they they jump off the cliff <laughs> one at a time. Uh, it's very intense, and it shows it in very graphic. See, no. Yeah, no, they, no. like, show her face smashing uh, on the rock as she falls. It's a woman and an old man. That's so it's just two, just two, two of them? Two, I guess, 72-year-old people <laughs> in their community, and it's their time to go. Uh, um, and... Oh, and then the second one is so much worse. The old man 
like pencil dives off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not a not a good way to do it. <laughs> That's so awful. Like pencil dripping into a pool. Like yes. <laughs> like, That's no, like no, a joke no. from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's so bad. And so he doesn't die. Yeah, no, my friend. And he just <laughs> smushes his legs. And it shows the legs being all twisted oh, and hooked up. And they're like screaming. By the way, like all the whole time, like Ed, everyone's like, all the non-Swedish people are like freaking out. Danny mostly because she's just been through this trauma and this is obviously very triggering for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, but how are also, they freaking out? Are they like trying to stop well, it? Well, okay, so there's also, like, I forgot to introduce, there's a British couple that's also there with them that um, Pele's brother brought. He's like, this is my friends that I brought along. And they're the ones doing most of the freaking out. They're like, this is fucked up. Like, they're jumping. Like, what's going on? He's still alive. Like, help him. And they're all, like, you hear the, like, Swedish elders or whatever being like it's, all, it's part of the ceremony like it's all okay and they're like um yeah they're like screaming and freaking out and just being like help him like what's going on what the fuck is going on like and he says they're still alive and a guy with like a big like wooden hammer thing is like wiggles his hammer to be like don't worry like there's oh my- a, there's a contingency plan <laughs> and walks over and smashes his head and uh, shows that also real close up and then it's i think maybe his family or something because the then they they like take turns kind of doing it a, like younger woman also smashes his oh head my god and it shows uh, it's like pulpy uh, yeah. wait, oh i wish right. you hadn't used the word pulpy <laughs> oh my god wait so the guy all right so guy who's jumped and his body's been smashed um is he like down to have his head smashed at that point or is he I like i think it's all me? pre-agreed no no I, like, this is, is... I know it's pre-agreed upon but like in the moment yeah no he seems follow he was just screaming in pain i don't think i he think was, he like, was helping. just in pain and they're okay. and they're like yeah putting him out of his misery, misery? okay and this is just their tradition and so yeah then the british couple is like freaking out trying to run away and the elder well I, I don't know what you would call them but she's like um you know this is our tradition we do that we've been doing this for many many years. years and um yeah this is something that she says like brings brings brought them joy and it will bring me joy when it's my time to oh and yeah so they're like obviously very disturbed um, but and they stay. Do they talk about leaving? So the British couple does. So her boyfriend Christian is like <laughs> being like, I'm, I'm trying to keep an open mind here. Like, yeah, I'm disturbed, but I'm trying to keep an open mind. And then he oh God, decides, that kind of guy. <laughs> yeah, he's the fucking worst. Ugh. And then um, he decides after that that he's also going to do his thesis on Midsummer tradition. <laughs> and he says, I'll be, I'd be willing to collaborate with you. <laughs> and so um, the Josh character is, like, very mad, obviously. Because uh-huh. he's stealing his thunder. Yeah. This guy, like, Christian, he sucks. Yeah, he does Are there suck. any redeeming qualities about um, Christian? No. Mm. No, none at all. Uh. <laughs> It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, 
big budget marketing campaigns and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet. So you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Um, okay, so yeah, so after that, the British couple's trying to leave. And um, I should say also that the movie's like very funny in a weird way that I... So think. far, it honestly does sound very funny. <laughs> I mean, we hit like really hard at the idea of that guy smashing his head in on the rocks in a way that we it's wasn't like, it, actually There's funny. weird... Like, I don't think I would laugh watching it, but... Our theater was laughing. Oh, that's we were both times. Maybe not at the, specifically at the head smashing Right, part, right, right. But yeah, at, the, afterwards, there's there, they, like, say, I'm sorry I didn't warn you better about that. <laughs> there's, like, little lines that They're, like, really little laugh. old men in their little white outfits, like... Yeah, yeah, like the contrast of those two things. Yeah. So then um, the British couple's trying to leave, and um, Danny runs into the girl... And then when a guy comes up and he's like, oh, just so you know, like, your boyfriend already left. And we took him to the train station and he said he'll meet you there. And she's like, what? Like, he wouldn't do that. And it's, like, very clear that they've done something <laughs> they've, with they've him. They've killed him already or taken him somewhere. So, she, so she's freaking out. 
the the British girl, and then she disappears, and they're like, "Where did where did she go?" Danny's like, "Where did I can't remember her name?" But um, they're like, "Where did she go?" And like this guy chimes in, and he's like, "He's like, I have an answer. Like she, I drove her to the train station to like meet her boyfriend." And I like, have an answer. And like I happen to know where she went, and it's just like so clear that they're all just like murdering them and covering covering and making, it up. Like cover stories. <laughs> then. What's this character's name? Mark. He's um, Will Poulter's character. Basically, he pees on a ceremonial tree or wherever they have all their, like, ashes of their elders. And um, and one of the guys is, like, screaming at him, like, you idiot, like, that you're peeing on all of our ancestors. <laughs> and, um, and he's, like, trying to, like, hook up with all the Swedish women. Like, he's just kind of a douchebag. And then a, one of the Swedish women, like, that he's been making eyes with comes over and is like, um, I am like, okay, come with me. Like, I have something to show you. And he's all excited about it. Uh-oh. And he goes off with her. And then um, Josh, the Josh character, is like getting more info for his thesis. He's like going and speaking to, the, finding out what their, where their scripture comes from. And he asks if he can take a photo. And the guy's like, no, like definitely not. Like, this is our sacred text. And it doesn't leave this area or whatever. Um, Wait, take a photo of what? The, like, scripture book. Oh, They're okay. Like, Sorry, I, I think I stopped paying attention for one second and I missed that. They're, like, Bible. Yeah, they're Bible. Right, okay. Um, and so they say no. And he... Also, while this is happening, Christian is, like, making eyes with this, like, young redhead girl Maya and they like she like kicks him as she's like doing a dance and they're like looking at each other and ooh, she... that, ooh, that sensual kick I get <laughs> like it. a little foot tap <laughs> a little, foot little kick. butt tap <laughs> um and yeah back to Josh Josh is so he goes into bed with his like shoes on and is like planning to go it's in the middle, detail. middle of the night well he's, he's you gonna gotta go. keep your shoes on <laughs> he's like he's gonna go run into their little, like, church thing, essentially, um, to take photos while everyone's sleeping. What a true anthropologist. Yes, yeah, he's gonna sneak, sneak some photos. Just break trust right away. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, and... Why does he want photos so bad? I mean, just for his project? Yeah, I guess. I guess so. Okay. It's not gonna be it's not because he likes it's about to happen. Well, it's to like me. it's almost like he forgot about all the people who've been murdered. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, a lot of people just forget about it. It's not really, like... I don't think anyone's freaking out quite at the level they should be. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this uh, this just side note generally about um, scary movies. Another reason why I find them so scary is when people are really scared. So I don't like watching people be very, very scared. Yeah. And so in a movie like this where you're saying that maybe some people are freaking out, but the majority are They're mostly chill. clueless. They just, like, are kind of dumb. Except, I mean, Danny's not, but they're all just kind of like... That would autom- for the best. <laughs> that would automatically make it less scary for me. Yeah, because I'm not as freaked out. Yeah. if I if they're not freaked out, right? Um, I know what you mean. It's empathy. You have high empathy. Oh, is that what it is? I think so. Because <laughs> I'm the same way. Where any anytime anyone's crying, I cry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just you're emulating whatever, whatever feeling what feeling. feeling what you're seeing other people feel. Um. Yeah, so he's sneaking in and taking a photo of their Bible, essentially. And 
someone comes in, you like see someone come in and he sees the reflection and he's like, Mark, like, what are you doing in here? And it's one of the Swedish men wearing Mark's skin. What? what? <laughs> and he hits him over the head and like, he makes this really horrible noise. The uh, Josh character is like moaning in this very disturbing <gasps> way. And the guy's just watching him. Oh, die with his mark skin Yeah, jacket. so when you say he's wearing his skin... It's like as if you're wearing, like, a mask. I think it might just be his face that he's wearing. It's hard to tell. There's, like... A, but it looks like he thought it was Mark. He thought it was Mark. He thought it, it like, was Mark. has Mark's hair still, I think? I can't remember. <laughs> so, but it's clear when you see it that this is a face taken off. Yes. Oh, someone else wearing someone else's God. face. I can't even really imagine what that would look like, to be completely honest. It's pretty and gross. I won't look it up. a good example of why I didn't see this yeah. movie. Yeah. So, like, the inside of his face was on the other guy's on face. on the outside of yes. this other guy's face. <laughs> That's pretty gross. That is <laughs> disgusting. Do Just you think so... he poked, like, nose holes, like, to breathe? Yeah, is it, like... <laughs> Like I ventilated through it someone else's skin. I don't like thinking oh, about God. this that hard. I didn't. I never thought but about that. So we it don't that see hard. we don't see Mark get murdered. We no. just know that he his dad we we took his face. We just saw his skin later on. Yeah, Jesus. Ugh, Which okay. kind of clued us into the fact that he's probably, <laughs> he's probably dead. Probably dead. Probably dead. Um, and so the next morning they like announced that their Bible was stolen. I guess to maybe make it. To cover seem like he death. left and took yeah. it. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah. it seems okay. like he stole it rather than they murdered him. Sure. Um, and Christian, because he's a little shit, was like, he, like, he's like, just so you know, like, we're not even that good, good of friends with him. Like, if he stole it, like, we'd be so embarrassed to be associated with him when they're, like, clearly, like, best friends. <laughs> like, he's just so quick to throw Josh under the bus <sighs> and not, like, concerned at all. He's just like, don't associate with me with him. Like... We're not even that good of friends. Wow, Christian sucks. Christian really sucks. Just to reinforce that. Yeah, let's just be clear about this. Let's just circle back to the fact that Christian truly sucks. And um, so this girl Maya has like put a little love token thing under his bed. She's like essentially trying to do all their like little things to make him fall in love with her. They have all these little like things it's like that a they meet, do. A meeting call, meeting dance. Yeah, and Pele at one point says like, "Oh, she's just been approved to start having sex with people. Like she's like young, and but they like have babies early. But it's all very like group. Like there's a baby there that they're like, oh, the mom is gone, but we it's out it's like there. A, our baby. It's like a community baby. Okay. <laughs> um." What is Florence Pugh's character? What does Danny think of Josh leaving? Is she chill with it? Does she question it? Um, I think she's confused, but not, like, as much as she should be. Same. Like, she's not freaking out. She also knows he's, like, a douchebag, so she's sort of like, well, maybe he did steal it. Yeah. 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 So then their big, like, celebration is the, the May Queen festival or dance or whatever you call it. Basically, all the women dance and the last person standing at the end of the dance is crown the May Queen. That's their tradition that they do each year. They crown a May Queen. Um, and so Danny's like whisked away to be with the women mm. and Christian is brought into the elders thing for a talk. And this is where like the distance between them really grows. Oh, mm. this is a breakup movie. He wrote, Ari Aster wrote it while he was going through a breakup. 
Oh my god. How oh, I didn't know that. must it feel to be oh, the person man, who so he good. is broken up with <laughs> oh, watching this them. movie? <laughs> but like good for him. Oof. But for him, good. But I everything I've heard so far, I'm like that you he's bad. <laughs> Do you think yeah. that he thought that his girlfriend was Christian? Um, he has Who is said, this can we talk to her? <laughs> I, I want to know. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Too. He said that no one is like a direct representation of his girlfriend, that it was more just to capture the emotions the of the feeling, of... and he wanted it to feel very catastrophic and like the end of the world and like all those people, sure. that person and all their friends like essentially died to you. Right. right. Well, and that like, like a death, the rest a of the world is like still going on and happy right. and sunny and like right. they right. don't right. know right. what you're, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 So at this point, who's left in the original group? It's just Danny and Christian. Oh, what Dan. about Pele or whatever? Pele is like, but he's a he's, he's oh he's, he's part, part of he's the group. part of them. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, and so yeah. it's just Danny and Christian who are now the like visitors who are still there. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they're separated now, and basically the woman who's kind of in charge is speaking to Christian, and she says, "You know, you've been approved to essentially mate with Maya." <laughs> like you've been oh, approved. The red haired girl. Yes, like you've been approved for <laughs> having approved? For Yeah, they like they discuss who gets to there's a part when he's doing the like anthropology research where he's like, Because your community is so small, do you ever like is there incest a problem? And they like say like, Oh, we like to bring in like new blood when we can. And so that's okay. like what's happening is that they're trying to <laughs> mix up their gene pool yes. with his with yes. his little spermy guys. Yes, exactly. Wow, wow. okay. Um, How does he feel about this approval? Well, one of the big things is next, both of them essentially take acid. Right before the May Queen dance, they're given like a drink that has special properties, is what Mm -hmm. they describe it as. And they both kind of, this is where it kind of branches into a drug trip slash like, what the fuck's going on? And they're both kind of losing their grasp on reality a bit. Mm -hmm. So it's less that they're having like actual like, thoughts about what's happening and more just kind of just reacting like to, to that. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Danny's doing the May Queen dance and she wins. She becomes the May Queen and they all like take her in and they're like, you're one of us now. Like you're part of the family while Christian is like starting to have a bad trip and he's the Jack Rayner does such a good job of like making is the actor? Or... Yeah, the actor. Okay. He's like looks so pathetic and sad and scared. Mm-hmm. It's just like his acting is very. Everyone, all the actors in it are really good, but that part where I was just like, damn, he's doing a good job of looking like a, a scared, sad, little scared little man having a bad trip. Um, so she's kind of whisked away to bless their crops and do all these May Queen traditions. Um, and there's a part where she asks can Christian come with me? And they say, cause she can like see that it's like, he's not doing well. <laughs> and they say, no, the May queen has to do it alone. And so there's like a shot of their like real like separation and he's getting smaller and scared and shaky and she's being like lifted and crowned mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. everything's coming up Danny and everything's bad <laughs> for Christian. Um, and he's taken to a room where, <laughs> Things get real crazy from here on out. Sure, they've been mild. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> um, so they ba- he basically goes into a room. Maya's naked on a bed of flowers, like ah. ready for sex, uh-huh. mm-hmm. surrounded by like 
ten other naked women who are like holding hands and swaying oh and like ceremonially wow. like going to be naked and present for all of the sex. Wow. <laughs> for all of the sex. <laughs> Not participating, but just just present. 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 Okay. This is one of the funnier scenes in the movie. As they start having sex, he's tripping at this part. He's like, what the fuck is going on? His his eyes, like, he doesn't blink at all. <laughs> he oh looks so scared oh, no. and so confused. Oh. And he's having sex. But how is he able to get that? an erection? Yeah, that's... They give him, they give him like, a thing. They, they give they him, him, like, a little, Viagra or something? They say, for your vitality, anyway. Ah, uh, okay. Brings in the smoke. Yeah, I don't know. I see, yeah. yeah. Um, and, and are we getting full frontal here? Not yet, but we will be. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and... <laughs> I'm watching it. Oh, I'm watching this movie. <laughs> all of the inside of my eyes. <laughs> all in my mind. <laughs> so, okay, so... Maya starts moaning during the sex, and they're all kind of echoing her moaning, but she makes specific eye contact with one of the naked women that's in the room, and <laughs> that woman leans down to hold hands with her and sings in her ear while they're having sex and <laughs> Christian is just like so wide-eyed like what the fuck is going oh on my God. and they're all kind of ah ah they're like sing moaning all like group sexing oh, <laughs> oh my God. Having sex, but they're all like but they're like moaning engaged yes and a part of I think this whole communes thing is they're like they share emotions they share babies they share share feelings so it's all this kind of group um family he's yeah connected yeah they're all connected and um so then after blessing the crops danny hears this like moaning and is like what's going on over there and they're like i don't think you should go over there like don't go in there and she goes and looks through a little keyhole and sees what's happening and like freaks out throws up and is like scream crying and all the women like whisk her away to their little shared bedroom and as she's like screaming and crying and sobbing they're all screaming oh crying and sobbing God. with her because it's this joined and now she's, they, part, she's of them. part of it they oh, feel her they feel, they her, feel feelings. her feelings and it's actually Whoa. quite beautiful my mom said i saw this with my mom by the way this <laughs> very family friendly <laughs> my mom said with your mother my mom said she was so moved by this scene that she thought if she started crying she would not be able to stop so she mm. like with she had to withhold oh. it's actually done very beautifully just this shared yeah. Grief. He's very good. I feel like Ari Aster, all his movies have like grief trauma, like this very real raw portrayal of just trauma and grief. And this Dang. was like a very intense moment of just this shared grief. And then Christian finishes having sex and the girl's like, I can feel the baby. Oh my God. <laughs> and he's like freaking out, runs out. Here's where we get the full frontal. He Great. Oh my God, out. we get running full frontal. That's, <laughs> That's wild. Good. He's like freaking out, trying to figure out where to go. He ends up going into a barn. This is the other part I don't like. It's spooky. Or this was the other part that scared me. Okay. In the barn, the the British guy from the couple in the beginning. Oh my God, yeah. Is like essentially Played. I don't know how else to describe it. He so he's is strung alive? up. He is strung up 
in the barn. Oh my god. His lungs are out of his body but still breathing. Ugh. And there are chickens eating out of Oh him. my god. <laughs> it's so intense and gross. Wait, so he was still alive after his skin got taken off? That's a different guy. The British oh. the British this is like the couple the first that guy, went, the guy missing that like went on the, the train. Wait, wait, who was skin was on? Oh, that was another friend. It was one of the friends from oh, college. Yeah. I was confused about that. Okay. Um, oh, um, that's oh my awful. god. Yeah, it's and he's uh, remind you just on acid, freaking out, just had sex with this young so woman. So he's still the intent. The idea is he's still he's still alive. alive ish. I mean, I don't know. He's not like no way conscious. No way. <laughs> no way. It's real gross. God. And, um... No, no, no. No, thank you. Yeah, that no. part. I, Absolutely not. I don't like that part. And then uh, a guy sneaks up on Christian and blows some stuff in his face. Oh my and he <laughs> passes out. And then he wakes up and one of the Swedish women is like, Christian, like, you can't move and you can't speak, okay? Like, great. <laughs> and it's like, he's essentially just, like, paralyzed. Like, oh they've done something. Oh my god, the dust. Uh, the dust paralyzed him, oh. and he can't move and he can't speak. And um, they, they're in their final ceremony. They do nine human sacrifices, and they have eight already. And traditionally, the ninth is chosen by the May Queen, who is Danny. Um, so the the eight other ones they, they do have, this every year. This this part is only the uh, they say we do only do this every ninety years. Everything 90. else they do every eight year sacrifices this, a year. The ninth is special. No, all the human sacrifices are special. Oh, all but of it. Like the May Queen dance, and I think maybe the old people jumping is something every they time always they do. Seventy two. Yeah. Okay. okay but okay. this this like nine human sacrificing is something they only do every ninety years. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> 90 years? Okay. Oh, that's thing. Okay. Yeah, I can get on board fully. So they carry in their eight sacrifices, which are the British couple, so two there. Oh, they are. They have them all still. They have all the bodies still. Oh, the bodies. They've died. They've died already. They've died. Okay. Except for maybe questionably the guy with his the lungs, lungs guy. breathing. No, 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 no. The two old people that jumped off the cliff in the beginning. They bring those bodies back? Well, they've burned them, so they bring, like, little... Um, Models or, of bodies, uh, yeah, okay. they, like something to represent them. Yes, okay, okay. Them and then the two other friends, Josh and Mark, the skinned one and the one that was hit. Uh, yeah, they bring his skin no. in. Ah. <laughs> it's pretty gross. No. Um, and then they have two volunteers from the community. Sure. Um, because this is all their tradition and very honorable and brings them all joy. Uh, brings them all joy. <laughs> um, and so they're like the ninth one will either be. This other volunteer from our community or Christian, and it's up to Danny. And it's up to Danny. Yes, the main she queen, has to decide. The main chooses who's the ninth sacrifice, and um, she chooses Christian. Oh! <laughs> it doesn't show her choosing him. It's a very intense shot of her kind of like crying, like this is literally the like moment of death of their relationship. Like it's her cu cutting him out. It's over. It's done. Um, and so it doesn't show her saying Christian or anything, but then it cuts to, they have a bear, dead bear, that they... <laughs> like, Side note, they have a dead bear. <laughs> it, like, cuts to a scene of them, like, removing organs out of a dead bear, and the guy's like, pay attention, kids, like, you don't want to cut, nick the intestines, like, it's just, you know, when you're taking the intestines out of a bear, there's a proper way to do it. And they stuff Christian into the bear's body. Wait. 
alive Christian? Yes, alive but paralyzed. <gasps> oh! And so just like terrified and can't move and can't speak. It's real fucked up. And they sew him into this bear costume. What? And put him in the... Well, treatment. not a costume, a real oh, bear. Yes, sorry, it's not a costume. A bear's empty corpse. So they sew, <laughs> they sew him into an empty bear corpse. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And then they okay. put him in the room that they're going to light all, like this sacrificial barn on fire with everyone inside of it. And they, to the two volunteers, they, like, go and give that, they say, take from the you and feel no pain and feel no fears. They give, they, like, drug them up. Oh, they haven't died yet. They haven't died yet. They're going to be live, burned alive But they, But they take drugs that maybe make it less painful and horrible for them. Yes. And, um, Mm -hmm. so, and then they say to the bear, the bear is the symbol for their, like, you know, you're all the evil, like, we put our evil, um, into you or what like anything bad that we've done like you're the sacrifice that's like gonna clear us of our impurities like you're the bad person that's getting burned alive in a second and then they light it on fire and one of the two volunteers starts like screaming in pain like the drive did not did not work and all of the community also start screaming because they have their shared feelings and so it's just this like crazy commotion scene of everyone like screaming and crying and throwing their bodies and is danny doing it too danny's like what like eye contact with christian oh like like crying there's she's also in like an insane costume at this point of like flower she's in this like crazy flower gown that's enormous and worth looking up if you I will definitely yeah that part I 100% want to see that gown um and yeah so she's like crying and freaking out and also still on drugs mind you like they're all like on acid essentially and um so everyone's screaming and crying and she like is dry heaving and then, like, is looking at everyone screaming and crying and all the shared pain ha- happening and all the grieving and, like, looks back at the sh- thing that's burning and slowly starts to smile. Oh, <laughs> my God. I gave myself chills. Oh, <laughs> my God. Well, because that- from the beginning, she was, like, going through this grief that nobody understood. Right, exactly. and it was invisible. And it now it's totally like she's invisible. in this group of yes, people who will, like, share it all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. And, and Christian yeah. was such a dick to her from yes. the beginning. And so it's, yeah, her just cutting wow. her life. Wow. And movies, Danny's smiling, Danny belongs, Danny has a new family. Danny's going to be okay. <laughs> wow. That's moving. So it's ultimately a success story It's a success Danny. story. Yes. I mean, it sounds very good. It's very good. I loved it. I've seen it twice. Okay, <laughs> man. Henley, would you see it? No. <laughs> no. There's no way I would see it. Okay, here's the scenario in which I would watch this movie. Um, daytime. It's on HBO or Netflix or something, and I'm folding laundry or doing another chore around my house, and I can mute it or fast forward as needed. Mm, Yeah. That's mm -hmm. the only scenario in which I would watch this movie. Yeah, I feel like I just watched it, truly, and I didn't have to see any of the stuff. Like, I love hearing about it. It sounds like such a good movie. I can't imagine watching any of those things take place. Well, that's what this podcast is for. Oh my god! (laughs) Wait, I also like, uh, just circling back to being a breakup movie, I just like 
what is this guy like in his day to day? Like, what is his brain like? Christian? No, no, Ari. Oh, Ari, Ari like, how do you? How, well, he's you know? also the director of Hereditary, which I assume you guys have also not seen. Not, not seen. seen, but I did force you to tell me everything. But yes. I wanted, I don't even know. I started looking up um, a Wikipedia page about it, and I got too scared. And I had a nightmare about the thing the I read on the Wikipedia <laughs> <laughs> So I really can't, I really can't see that one. Yeah. But well, I do want to know about when it. When so. you've seen, I mean, yeah, you can just tell Ari Aster, he's, he's got some things that he's sorting through on screen. And he's young too, right? Like he's, he's young. Got a lot, a lot more movies to come. I'm has he done, do, has he done anything before Hereditary? Hereditary was his debut. But has he worked on stuff? He's done like or? shorts, I, I think. Oh, shorts. But this, that okay. was his first feature length. Mm. Um, wow. But yeah, I am a big fan. Hereditary was massive as well, so it's very impressive that he's produced. There, I will say, kind of very different. I was they're they're very different, but they deal with a similar thing, yes, which is grief and trauma. Yes, yes. But and I think that's a perfect thing for horror to address. I love a like like a Babadook. Babadook is my favorite. I love Babadook. Babadook changed my life. <laughs> I, I hear I need to see it, but I don't know. It's so I good, know. but I just like to think Babadook of it all as just like as one big metaphor. I'll try not to think too hard about the reality of what's happening in it. And mm-hmm. Babadook is like literally the personification of the stages of grief. And so at first it's like denial and they're like not acknowledging that the Babadook is there and she's like, no, you're imagining it to her son and like it's getting stronger because they're denying that it exists mm. and so it's all just a big big metaphor for grief and wow, I, yeah, I eat that shit up. <laughs> Alright, well this is our first time doing this podcast so we don't know how to wrap it up. Um, I wish Silent Jenna were still here. Jenna is, has left us for the day. Um, I guess this Movie it, sounded very scary. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Yes. Really scary. There are certain movies that I'm too scared movie. to watch that I would be interested. There, I mean, I don't necessarily want to do this one, but Pet Cemetery was a movie I was too scared to see. So okay, you know, one day I won't be the person. Yeah, we'll have talking about the scary If you've movie. seen Pet Cemetery and want <laughs> to come sit on my couch <laughs> and talk to us about it, hey, let me know. Um, well, that's it. That's it for that's it for, for us. this one. Um, have a good <laughs> uh, week or month or however long it takes us to do more of these. Goodbye. Bye. Miss you so much already. Hey guys, this is Sammy. Thanks for listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you liked the episode, you can write us a review, a glowing five-star review, preferably. Talk about how cool and smart and funny we all are. That's the kind of review we're really looking for. <laughs> Also, let us know what movies you'd like to see covered in future episodes. And don't forget to follow us on social media at TSDW Podcast. Mm-hmm.